Good evening, everyone. Um, I hope you all are doing well. I know I've been kind of missing in action, um, but I've been really just trying to allow God to reveal his written word to me. You know, I've been spending more time in the word and um, just really allowing the Holy Spirit to minister the word to me a lot more. Um, it's been refreshing. It's been actually amazing to, you know, actually have that hunger and that thirst for the word again. Um Today, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of something that God revealed to me in his word today, because I was actually seeking him and saying, God, what 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 word do you have for your people? You know, what do you want me to speak about on this podcast today? I I, I was determined not to give another word and let, until I was led to, until God had given me a word through his written word. And I was just like, God, what do you want to speak to your people today? And um, I titled this message how God gets your attention. And um, I was reading in Haggai chapter one, verses five and six. I'm going to just start off reading that scripture. And it says, and this is the message version, by the way, it says, and then a little later, God of the angel army spoke out again, take a good, hard look at your life. Think it over. You have spent a lot of money, but you haven't much to show for it. You keep filling your plates, but you never get filled filled up you keep drinking and drinking and drinking but you're always thirsty you put on layer after layer of clothes but you get but you can't get warm and the people who work for you what are they getting out of it not much a leaky rusted out bucket that's what you know sometimes we get caught up in the affairs of our own life you know our own desires our own personal wants and goals um, you know, the building of self and we forsake our commitment to God and the kingdom of God, you know, and I just want to remind you guys, you know, don't allow your own affairs with life to cause you to have an affair on your God. And I'm going to go further into Haggai chapter one, verses nine through 11, because God actually goes into detail about this. He says, and why this is a message from God of the angel armies. Remember, because while you're while you run around caught up with taking care of your own business, my home is is in ruins. And he was talking about the temple of God in that time. The people had, you know, really just been occupied with their own lives, their own home, building their own homes. And they had forsaken his temple. Um, and that's why, because of your stinginess. And so I've given you a dry summer and a meager crop. I've matched your tight-fisted stinginess by decreeing a season of drought, drying up fields and hills, withering gardens and orchards, stunning vegetables and fruit. Nothing, not man or woman or animal or crop is going to thrive. You know, so sometimes we ignore even the signs of struggle or hardship, you know, that God sends to get our attention. And we continue in our, you know, our own efforts to create the, the life we want. You know, sometimes it takes more than a storm or the storms of life, you know, to get our attention. Sometimes it takes a voice. Sometimes God will send a voice. You know, sometimes when you are so busy, caught up in your own affairs, you so busy, caught up in, you know, doing what you want, doing what pleases you and not what pleases God. Not even the, the, the signs of the storm and of the hardship and why am I not producing? Why am I not bearing fruit? Why am I not seeing the harvest like I should? 
won't even get your attention. So God, what does God do? He loves you so much. He's that merciful. He'll send a voice. He'll send a message to a prophet. He'll send a message to one of his servants. He'll send a message to, you know, he'll, he'll get your attention. God has ways of getting your attention. He has ways of speaking to you, getting a message directly to you to cause you to pay attention to what's important, to cause your focus to be shifted back to what's important. And that's exactly what God did with these people. Um, and I'm going to go on to read Haggai chapter 2 verses 15 through 17. Um, just bear with me here as I go there. Okay. Um, so this is what verses 15 through 17. It says, think back. Before you set out to lay the first foundation, stones for the rebuilding of my temple. This is when the people had already started to, they, they, they decided, you know what, well, we're going to listen to the voice of, hey, God, we're going to listen to the prophet that God sent us to, you know, turn from our own selfishness and to really get back to doing his work, getting back to being about our father's business, you know, getting back to the covenant that we made with God. He made a covenant with these people long ago. He delivered them from Egypt. You know, God was just like, I did too much for you guys. Why are you got, why do you guys keep abandoning my covenant? Why did you guys, why are you guys forsaking my, my home, my temple, you know, um, to feel, fulfill your own selfish desires. And, um, you know, this is God just was like, you know, he, he sent the prophet and they turned. The people turned. The people, you know, they stopped building their own houses and they went to attend to the, the kingdom. They went to attend to God's business, to God's work, you know. And um, he told them, he said, you know, um, isn't it true? That your footing, your foot dragging, half-hearted efforts at building the temple of God were reflected in a sluggish halfway return on your crops. Half the grain you were used to getting, half the wine, I hit you with a drought and blight and hell. Everything you were doing got hit, but it didn't seem to phase you. You continued to ignore God's decree. So he was just pretty much telling them, like, you know, you were putting your whole effort into building your own temple, going about your own life, going about your own affairs, fulfilling your own desires while forsaking my temple. And you didn't even notice that your harvest wasn't as plentiful. Your harvest wasn't as productive. And, um, you know, the half hearted heart you have towards God or towards the things of God will yield half hearted fruit, you know, and that's, that's real. You know, what you do for God or what you allow God to do for you, you know, through a lifestyle of obedience, it yields great rewards. So, you know, in a sense, what you produce is going to be a product of who you are. You know, what I produce is a product of who I am at that time, the condition of my heart, where my focus is, where my attention is. That's where that's what I'm going to produce. So if I compromise, my fruit is not going to be pure. It's not going to be holiness. You know, I can't I can't expect to be compromised and produce fruit, holy fruit, holiness. I can't be compromised and expect to produce the fruits of the spirit, because what is the word says? If we walk in the spirit, we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. That's the word. And so oftentimes as Christians, we think that we can live any kind of way. We can get back. We can live a sloppy life before God. We don't have to adhere to holiness. And this has nothing to do with the denomination, people. You know what I'm saying? Holiness is all across the board. This is the word. God says, be holy for I am holy. That's the word. A lot of the times we want to forsake the word and, you know, call people deep, call the people who are doing the word deep because... 
we're choosing to live this life half-heartedly. And your fruits is going to show. The word also says, by your fruits, you shall know them. Okay? And, you know, another thing I want to bring to your attention, it's like, you know, did you do you treat God with contempt? You know, did you get um, did you get around to him? You know, were you upset because you didn't see the harvest quick enough? You know, when you when you were sowing. You know, if so, don't expect much, much at harvest time, because there is a law of sowing and reaping. OK. This just doesn't apply to the quality of what you sow, but the quantity of the sowing. So quality, so excellence, so wholeheartedly into your relationship with God, because at harvest time, God, God is not, God is not going to forget you. God is going to take care of his people. He's going to take care of his people. And that's what, that's what he did for the people in the end of this, this scripture chapter two in Haggai, he promised them that he would be with them. He promised them that he would, he would make the temple even more glorious. He would make the temple even more beautiful than it was before. So all it took was for God to send that voice for the people to turn. And I want to ask you today, how does God get your attention? Are you experiencing some hardships? Are you experiencing some, 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 some sort? Maybe you got, maybe you got money coming in, but, but it's not as much as it should be. If you were submitted to God, maybe you, you know, maybe you got, you, you, you got a little bit of something, but it's not everything that you should have because you're not submitted because you're not about your father's business because you're not attending to what God has put before you to attend to because you're not making God a priority. You're going about your own affairs, your own life, your own desires, your own goals, your own dreams, and you're forsaking what God wants for your life. And you're not yielding as much fruit. You're not fruitful like you should be. We're all meant to bear fruit. Nobody is meant to stay stagnant because you know what stagnation does when you're stagnant for a certain period of time. You're not you don't just you ever seen something just stay in one place and and live. I haven't. Usually things that reproduce. It, it requires a continuous growth. It requires a constant growth. And when it doesn't grow, when it comes to a place where it doesn't grow anymore, it's, it withers up and it dies. And so God sent the voice in that time. He sent Haggai. He sent the prophet to speak a word to the people, to tell the people, hey, you guys got to get back to your father's business. You got to get back to doing the work of the Lord. You got to get back to building this temple. Forsake that, forsake your own desires for a second and come attend to your father's business because that's where the harvest is. That's where the fruit is. That's where, that's how we bear fruit over here. That's where the blessing is. 
they were going and, do, and going about their own business and, con and conducting their own affairs, there was no more blessing. There was no more, re no, the, re the reward wasn't beneficial. They weren't able to enjoy the fruits of their labor because they weren't submitted. They weren't surrendered. They weren't about their father's business. They had put him to the back burner. They had brought him, they was, they was going just taking their time rebuilding the temple, you know, just moving at their own little pace, not caring about what God thinks or how God felt about that. And that's what sometimes, that's what we do. We get around to him. We don't really think about how that makes him feel. I'll, 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 I'll figure it out. I, I live, I'll live for him one day. That one day may never come. But he's so merciful. Sometimes the hardships come. Sometimes the storms of life come. Sometimes circumstances come to get your attention, to cause you to turn, to cause you to, you know, say, I got to get back to God. Or to say, I got to come to God. I got to get to know him because I can't keep living like this. I can't keep overworking myself and not seeing the harvest for my hard work and dedication to self. People who are dedicated to themselves, devoted to themselves, committed to themselves, they always work so hard to please themselves and they're never satisfied. But when you are devoted and dedicated and committed to God, you'll always be satisfied. You'll always have a contentment. Godliness with contentment is great wealth. God will always take care of you. He'll always make sure that you're able to enjoy the fruits of your labor. He'll always make sure that at harvest time, you have plenty. Is God trying to get your attention today? And if he is, sit down with him. Have that heart to heart with him. Tell him what you're struggling with. Tell him what's in the way of you and him. Tell him. Amen.